What's going on, folks? Welcome to another episode of the 300 Seconds Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Kyle Maggio, here with Jensen Cole. What's going on, buddy? How much, Kyle? How are you? Good, good. Uh, fresh off a weekend of content for the people. Uh, we were back. We gave them a little bit of a Super Bowl, some MVP odds. So just trying to keep that trend going now with a little bit of a offensive and defensive player of the year, some comeback player talks. Uh, so just going to kick it right to you to start. We know the names at the top of the list generally for MVP and offensive player of the year are the same. It's Mahomes, it's Jackson. But what are you thinking based on the odds that you've seen? Kyle, first off, I want to say how it was fun to record these episodes last week talking football because this past weekend I watched some football in Bundesliga soccer in, in Germany there. It's good to have some sports back. And I really prefer American football, NFL, because it didn't treat me too kindly. The slate couldn't pronounce half the teams, didn't win any money. Not going to go into it too far, but I am happy to be talking this version of football uh, with you here today. Uh, Offensive player of the year, I'm going to go with my boy, Dalvin Cook. Big FSU fan here. Dalvin's a freak of nature. If he he stays healthy, I really, really like his shot at winning Offensive Player of the Year. Um, The odds for some of the other players that are up there for the MVP that we talked about, I mean, you're going to get the Mahomes, you're going to get the Lamar Jackson. I don't really like the prices that they're getting at. Dalvin at 24 to 1 for Offensive Player of the Year, given the numbers that he puts up. Fantasy points-wise or just in the game, if he stays healthy, are very attractive. So I really, really like going with my uh, my, my fellow Seminole here. Yeah, uh, I, I think the way you have to look at Offensive Player of the Year is almost like that. It's it's your, you're putting your money down on where the most value is for a, a boom or bust type season where you hit the boom, you know. So banking on a Dalvin Cook with a high upside swing at that value, I think, is is pretty smart because – for example, Derrick Henry's there at plus uh, 2,100. I don't like that at all. And it's nothing against Derrick Henry, who you know is going to produce, but it's like, is, is he going to produce in a similar manner? Is he going to be able to repeat that hot second half of the season the Titans just had, but for the duration of a season again? They rely right. on him a whole lot, and he's a, like a really powerful working back, you know? So that's tough. You know, that's the story in postseason last year. There's definitely a good amount of money there that as soon as these came out, went on to him just because of him just dominating down the stretch last year. But I think teams, it, are, game planning, teams are game planning in a way to try and stop that, that freight train of a human being. But I can't see him doing that for the whole season again. And if so, maybe they'll limit his carries uh, to make sure that he's healthy and has that type of uh, that strength uh, going into the end of the season. So I don't, I don't really uh, – I don't, I don't like the price for Derrick Henry there. Yeah, no, I, I don't like it very much. But I will say I, I do like Ezekiel Elliott at plus 2,800 for the high-value play. Um, I, I just – I think the ga- the Cowboys are really geared. I like a lot of Cowboys this year. I think this is the one season the cards are going to line up a little bit. They're going to go like 13 and three. They're going to score a lot of touchdowns. And I could see like him really leading the way. Um, yeah, I, I mean, 28 to one is almost insulting to Zeke, to, to be frank. But the fact that Dalvin was priced at the uh, worst odds to be able to take that is a, is a big tell to me. So that's why I'm going with Dalvin instead of Zeke there. But uh, I like your rationale on that. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely very fair. I mean, look, the safe money, honestly, is going to be with one of the two top quarterbacks, in my opinion. You throw, you got to throw it with Mahomes or Jackson because they're going to put a video game numbers. So yeah. the way I'm looking at it is I'm probably going to throw a little bit on one of those guys, which I, I'm still undecided. I might go Lamar, but um, you can't really go wrong is my point. But try to take another swing because sometimes those guys tend to, you know, they aren't really outside of the cream of the crop. Sometimes they really are. Heading into the season, football is just very difficult to predict. Yeah. But on that note, wanted to shift gears and uh, take a look at the NFL Defensive Player of the Year awards and some of the odds. So 
flipping the switch of flipping the switch of just going sleeper picks and trying to finesse a, a smart pick. I'm just going with the blatant favorite, Aaron Donald, defensive player of the year. That guy could be could go down as the best defensive player in NFL history if he keeps this up. I mean, he's just absolutely unstoppable. He's at plus seven fifty two, which I really like. He'll stay healthy if the you know if the team uh, produces and 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 they don't let up too many uh, too many points, and he'll, he'll be the uh, he'll get. Majority of the credit there being that he's he is the best, in my opinion, the best defensive player in the league. Um, and then I'm going with the second pick again, fellow Seminole comeback player, Derwin James, freak, freak. He broke pretty much every lifting record there was at FSU as an incoming freshman in the summer. Uh, uh, pro bowler and uh, all rookie team his first year was injured his second year, so he's going to come back with vengeance. That guy's been putting in the work, and I'm. I guarantee you he will make some noise this season. So I'm getting him at 20 to 1 odds there for Defensive Player of the Year. Not great, given that I'm also going to put him up when we get into Comeback Player of the Year. Uh, next, I'm also going to pick him for that, and it's a better better odds. But I'm going with Aaron, Aaron Donald and Derwin James for my Defensive Player of the Year. Who you got? I mean, I think those are good choices. Uh, it's hard to argue against Aaron Donald ever. Um, I've been kind of undecided. I never like taking the outright favorite. I think that's tough. Uh, you know, I think this is a kind of Mahomes Lamar situation where I'm going to end up picking from one of the top three anyway. I'm, you know, how I like kind of create those narratives for what I think makes the most sense. I kind of like Khalil Mack, man. And I think a standalone, he probably makes enough sense uh, just off of what he does already. And we, we saw the impact in Chicago was very clear. As soon as he got there, he was a menace. Yeah. Um, I expect that to continue, but the reason I say it is because I think the Bears are going to win more games. They, they clearly don't believe in Mitch Trubisky. They're investing in, in veteran quarterback talent to yeah. try to shore that up, and it seems like they, they're doing that because they, they believe they have some pieces. They're able to make some kind of a run. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to drink that Kool-Aid a little bit. I think they're going to have another good defensive year, and I think it's going to be led by Khalil Mack. And I think with a couple extra Ws, if – all things go accordingly. I think that's how you kind of shape that defensive player of the year narrative. Cause, cause whoever is quarterback in front of them isn't going to be pretty, you know, he, he, that's not going to sell the tickets. You're going to have to sell Khalil Mack on the defense. So that's kind of what I think. Absolutely. I mean, the odds for a defensive player of the year right now are very attractive. You got Aaron Donald, a plus seven fifty as the favorite. You can put a unit down on the top seven odds and then still come out profitable at the end of the, at the end of the season, if one of the top seven people wins. So sprinkle, uh, sprinkle some chips uh, in some of those top, top players that are favorites for defensive player of the year and you'll come out on top moving right along you want to talk comeback player of the year real quick in our in our really long 300 seconds episode here uh i'll, I'll start it off <laughs> big ben heavy favorite coming off that elbow injury and uh and he's looking very very dad-ish uh, uh in between seasons that's been uh, he, he's a, a walking meme now on social media as you'll see I'm not sold by it. I think he'll get hurt again. Not picking him. I said earlier, I'm going to go Derwin, comeback player of the year. I think he's the best safety in the league, plus 3,300. So he's 33 to 1 odds. Love it. Love this pick. Um, if anything, I, I could sell it midseason if he, if he comes out hot and then I get better lines. Um, so I'm really going to go with, with uh, I'm going to go with Derwin, and I'm very, very happy with that line right there. Yeah. So for me, this one was kind of. I want to say I was like wishy-washy on it. I don't know. But I feel like there was just two clear choices that make the most sense to me based on like kind of what you can – the assumed production that these guys are going to have if, if healthy and in the right situation. I mean, Gronk – I hate that price for Gronk, right? Plus 300. I think it assumes way too much is in his favor uh, right off the bat. That's basically assuming it's a lock because he's going to be healthy. He's going to play 14 to 16 games. He's going to catch 12 touchdowns from Tom Brady, right? Um, and not that I necessarily disagree. 
There's not a big that, asterisk. I mean, you don't know if that's going to be the case. He's very injury prone as well. Right. And, and I don't, and I don't like the odds for it. Right. So like, not at all. I could have talked myself at almost any Gronk price. Like it could have been plus 6,000. It could have been plus 1,400. I probably would have been on board instantly. Plus 300 scares me a little bit. I think they're assuming too much. That said, I think something that we can't assume production-wise that's going to translate is Cam Newton. Um, I know a lot of people like to say that he hasn't been very good over the last year or two. I'd like to remind people that that's very silly. If you look over what he's done in Carolina as a whole, it's been outright ridiculous how much he's produced there. Uh, I think injuries can blur a lot with what we think for quarterbacks. And I think, you know, no reason to assume he isn't healthy with the the time off that he's had and going into a new situation and with all this happening. So I I don't know. I I like the value of a Cam Newton plus 750. That just sounds good for me. He's going to, wherever he goes, he's going to start, right? He's got to find a team first, but he will start wherever he goes. I mean, I'll tell you, Cam Newton is one of the most underappreciated talents of, of the past generation in that he is just such a gifted athlete. He's got the baggage of the, the ego and the news and the cameras and the interviews of all Camden, whatever. I think the guy is such a freak athlete. He's so, so talented that if he finds the right spot, he comes back, obviously come back player, barely played last year. That's a great, that's a great shot worth taking. He's got to land a team first, obviously, but I mean, I would never bet against Cam in that in that scenario uh, when he's on the field because we've seen him, you know, take a team to the Super Bowl. We've seen him have an MVP type year, and he's not that old. He's not over the hump, in my opinion. He just needs to be given the right, be in the right situation. So I am, as a fan, definitely pulling for Cam. So I like your, uh, I like your pick there. But I hope Darwin wins. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, we're always look. We we all have our picks. I, I have no. I mean, Darwin's got a shot. Obviously, we'll see. But. Um, man, I, I just I keep thinking about where Cam's going to end up. If it's New England, I'm going to be so angry, bro. I, just so angry. They, I feel like all my favorite players end up congregating to to Boston at some point to play professional sports, and it makes me very, very angry. Kemba, Kyrie, Cam, like, just just stop. Like, let me get a break, bro. Let me get a break. Jack <laughs> self-extent. <laughs> So, yeah. So, uh, all right. With that being said, uh, make sure you subscribe. Stay tuned. Uh, as, as you know, we do know our football. If you remember from the XFL run that we had, it was uh, one for the history books. So you're going to want to stay tuned for these picks and everything else that we got coming up. We're doing every single day this week and moving forward. We're going to give you guys content. So stay tuned. Quick, easy. Subscribe. Five stars. And we're going to keep producing for you guys. Uh, that said, we will see you guys tomorrow for a little bit of uh, soccer talk. Yeah. You know, now that that is back, and then uh, Wednesday through Friday, we're going to get back to football. So with that said, take it away, buddy. In the great words of legendary sports better, last dance last night, season finale, what a spectacular docuseries there. Excellent. Legendary sports better, Michael Jordan. I've never lost a bet. I've just ran out of time. Glass half full, wallet half empty. Whistle wagers. Let's get it. <laughs>